I am buff and I'm the stuff, but everybody needs to listen. I am Buff Bagwell telling you to watch out for TNT, the Monday Night Wars on YouTube. These guys are aces in picking winners of Raw and Nitro each week. So tune in every Monday night at 5 p.m. Trevor Shelby, Thomas Kennedy, and are my biggest fans, bro. That's huge to me. That means a lot to me, so thank you for that. And I know you're going to love their show, so check it out. Remember, TNT, Monday Night Wars, YouTube, Buff Daddy out. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to week nine of TNT, the Monday Night Wars, where we never cut our audio off completely. <laughs> I am, <laughs> yeah, let's just go on. Uh, last, well, this week we watched the October 30th, 1995 WWE Raw and WCW Nitro. If you would like to follow along, check out these episodes on the WWE Network. Uh, we're your hosts, the Mega Powers, Trevor Shelby and Thomas Kennedy. Yo. I'm a man of few words today. Man of few words. It's been a long day at work. Well, it, uh, it was a very interesting week that we've had. Uh, this is obviously... The Halloween edition, even though Halloween was a few days ago for us, but it is October 30th, 1995 that we watched, so we're we're all ready for Halloween here. And uh, I see Tom's wearing his mask as usual. Uh, you look great. Um... <laughs> uh, I see that you're still as ugly as ever. You don't need a mask. Uh, I know. Uh, it's, you know, yeah, don't make fun of diseases. Anyways... So, at least I have all my hair. Yeah, I don't. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, to kick things off, we're gonna kind of go over a few of uh, the uh, what was the weekly rumors of the time, the what was going on, and pretty much a hundred percent of this came from Dave Meltzer, who still reports today every week about the happenings in the WWE. I really kind of wonder how he has such a 
uh, uh, an insider's knowledge of all that. So he's he's got a lot of contacts apparently. He's had them for years since the 1980s. So uh, the uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, this is a a little deal about him and his beating he had at this time. Uh, neurosurgeons had advised him uh, against making the trip to the In Your House pay-per-view and told him not to wrestle. They told him absolutely don't. Even after the whole, I'm going to wrestle, they were saying, no, no, you're not. And so that's why everything kind of went down as it did there. Uh, the In Your House pay-per-view ended with Vince McMahon throwing his glasses down at the commentary table, and he was disgusted, saying, horrible. Uh, immediately after the show went off the air. If you remember, this show ended with Bret Hart and Diesel being pulled apart and they were booed out of the building. So that was uh, that's kind of interesting. Bret Hart kind of ruined it for Davy Boy there. And uh, even though it was Diesel that kind of pushed him there. And uh, this is interesting. And this is something that they actually announced. I watched the uh, the the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view for WCW and they announced this World War 3 is their next big pay-per-view and they are going to have a World War 3? Yeah, it's World War 3 so they're going to have a giant in each ring because you know with World War 3 the way they do it there's three rings so it's going to be a big battle royal with a giant in each ring so I guess whatever ring you're in you got to deal with a giant I don't know uh, you would think everybody. I don't know. The Yeti's is pretty big. I mean, they've got a couple big guys. Yeah, but you think that they would just gang up on whatever giant you like. You know, like they do in every Royal Rumble that the you know Big Show was in. Everybody would just get together and throw him over. <laughs> the poor guy doesn't stand a chance. So, or he gets eliminated by Rey Mysterio alone. Either way, it's weird. So, <laughs> poor guy. So, wow. And this is the official Vader has been fired this week from WCW. So I do expect that we'll see him at some point in the WWE. Um, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping. So I, I Vader was one of my favorite wrestlers. So I, I we've yet to see him in the Monday Night Wars. So he had kind of a, a weird story going on backstage. I don't know. He got in a fight or something. So... But, uh, yeah, so we've got Monday Night Raw. The, uh, this show was their Halloween show. It was, it was interesting, to say the least. Uh, what did you think of it? I thought Raw didn't, they, they you know, the, the commentators dressed up on that one, you know, Vince and... And Jerry Lawler, they yeah. they both dressed up, and you know, WCW. The only one who actually dressed up was Pepe the dog, and I hate that dog. <laughs> yeah, with passion. That that I hate you. I got a screenshot of that. So, but you know, it was really interesting. Yeah. Um. See, I've got here. Jerry the King Lawler was a surgeon, and Vince McMahon was a. Uh, I don't know, a criminal. Uh, he was a jailbird, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he was. He, he was a jailbird. Yeah, so that's kind of funny. Uh, Jerry the King. He Lawler, was a zebra. Yeah, 
Jerry Lee King Waller did make a uh, comment about him escaping from jail uh, from previous years. Uh, so, so I thought that was kind of funny. He was ribbing him about his uh, involvement with that whole scandal that happened with the steroids. So at least I believe that's where he was going with that. So Yeah, and he threw, he, with that, he threw Hulk Hogan under the bus. With, yeah. You know, um, and, so... This show started out pretty interesting because this is what I was excited for. Remember last week, I was excited. Goldust was making his raw debut, so yay! Um, yeah. So uh, that was a great match. Yeah. So we got Goldust versus Savio Vega. Savio Vega is a really good wrestler in his own right. So um, I, you know, this match, you know, you can't really mess it up too much, really. Um, we had. Uh, Goldust come out. He they were saying he has to be treated to certain lighting. He has to be uh, has to have the glitter come down and all that. They're making him like he's a movie star, which is interesting, or like a movie buff or something. I don't know. I don't know if he, in the. I think he's supposed to be like a golden statue, like an award. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's supposed to be like like an award. Goldust, you know, yeah. he's resembles the yeah. Oscar. Yeah, and. I it's it's a really weird character and I'm I'm actually interested in who actually came up with all of this because this is kind of neat um, and where it went was just weird so like how it ended up <laughs> all these years later so I thought it was a great match I mean it, it, it's a strong character has been around for you know yeah for twenty some odd years yeah. now well this is his debut so you're talking twenty four years this is twenty four years. That's amazing. So, um, yeah. I thought this was a great. Who match. else's character lasted that long? Uh, Besides Kane, and actually, his character is older than Kane's. Yeah, his the Undertaker. You got the Undertaker. Uh, there's not many. Yeah. You know, you got personas like Shawn Michaels, but character-wise, like this, not many. Because a lot of people like Bob Holly is a race car driver at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of people change. Um, and, and, and Kane is a dentist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so one thing that I thought was kind of funny was if you look at the picture right now, it shows a haze across the crowd, like the the like there's a fog, and that was because of Goldust's entrance. They had to have that fog. Well, that fog pretty much stayed around for the entire show. <laughs> like. <laughs> it was Vince McMahon actually makes a comment at one point. I don't think they're gonna do that fog very much because he was like, "This fog ain't leaving." <laughs> so, um, but no, I thought this was a great match. Um, the there were uh, some pretty unbearable movie puns throughout the uh, the match. Jerry the King Lawler is unstoppable with those, and Gold. Yeah, Jerry Lawler does not stop talking at all. Yeah. Goldust won this one with a pin. Um, I thought it was a pretty good match. I thought it was fun. I went ahead and gave it a six out of ten. Um, went ahead. Me, you know, it's it's Goldust debut, you know, and television debut, and I'm a really big Goldust fan. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was a lot better than uh, Al Snow's last <laughs> week. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven. Okay. I like that. Um, let's see. The, 
the next match that we had was uh, Joe Dorgan, or Dorgan, and I guess that's Do- Joe Dorgan, versus Marty Jannetty. And Marty Jannetty, I gotta say, I've said it in previous episodes, he is over with the crowd. Like, the crowd loves him. Oh, the crowd loves him. The and, crowd wants to put a belt on him. Yeah, it's amazing. And I don't know how they screw this up, because he doesn't, like go anywhere i don't think so i'm wondering how no, they screw this up because i could see easily marty Jannetty winning titles at this point if this was current day it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't the the corporation that screwed up it was marty Jannetty who screwed it up well yeah well we'll see um i do know that yeah he does have a lot of legal issues especially that i think that's what got him in trouble the last time in the 2000s when he came back with uh as just kind of like Shawn Michaels' buddy. And uh, yeah. he got let go because he couldn't go to certain states because he was wanted in those states. So <laughs> if you can't work, you know, why are you going to be around? So uh, yeah. this match was was interesting. They did announce that uh, Marty Jannetty was going to fight the British Bulldog next week, so that's going to be a good match. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who they put over in that match because the Bulldog had just been wrestling for the title. So to put Janetti in that lineup, I mean, if Janetti beat the Bulldog, he could seriously be a contender for that number one contendership. Um, yeah, but at this point, Janetti's uh, still a mid card, mm-hmm. and I don't think that they would put uh, you know, it, it, it's it's nothing for them to put you know uh, a a headliner against a mid card just for the headliner to win. Yeah, yeah, but if Marty were to win, you never know. Um, so this was pretty one-sided. This, this match, uh, did not seem to, uh, uh, go in good old Joe's direction. (laughs) Um, I was annoyed during this match because Jerry the King Lawler talked about everything but this match. Except the match. Yeah, this was really annoying. Um... They uh, they promoted the Hakushi versus Brett versus King and Doctor Isaac next week, and it was just you know it was what it was. It was uh, just a way to. It was just a time that he wanted to promote himself. Yeah, um, Marty Jannetty won this one uh, from a hit from the top rope, uh, mainly because of the commentary, not the wrestling. Uh, and the length of the match, um, I went ahead and gave this a four out of ten. Um, I gave it a three. Uh, well, I mean, I might change that because, I mean, Janetti was great, and if you just if you just ignore the commentary, mm-hmm. um, the wrestling was sound, right? And you know, so I, I I'm thinking, you know. If we just if we just base it off the wrestling alone, mm-hmm. I, I think that I, I, I'm going to give it a, a four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, it was the. I know it's hard commentary. to put the king out of your head. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's talking so much. Yeah. But sometimes you got to do it. Yeah. Um. After this match, we had uh, the British Bulldog and Jim Cornette interviewed by Vince McMahon. It was interesting seeing Vince run the, uh, uh, you know, the interview. 
Uh, they brought their attorney out, and um, they were trying to make a point that the Gorilla Monsoon made the statement that the winner would go on to Survivor Series to face Bret Hart. This is not Diesel. Bulldog um, is the one that, I guess, won that match. I guess. Um, uh, actually, no one won that match. No one won that match. So, yeah, okay, that's what it is. So, no one won. So, I guess they're trying to argue that the bulldog should be able to go forward with the with a match. So um then the bulldog is attacked by Marty Janetti. Um I kind of looked down for a moment and when uh when I looked up I was like, "Okay, well, <laughs> this is interesting." Well, uh he's down. Yeah. And and um, Janae yeah, said I mean, he's not in his class. Uh, uh, well, Bulldog lags into Marty Janetti, <laughs> says he's not in his class. That's when Marty Janetti came out and he starts beating on the Bulldog. Um, so it's interesting. You, uh, and then he, uh, just attacked. You know, Janetti starts after the, after the lawyer, too. You were attacked. Are you okay? I was attacked by by my selfie uh, button from my tripod. Oh no! <laughs> that's terrible. So yeah, that's interesting. So the next match, which uh, was was uh, was pretty decent, was the Smoking Guns versus, and I got Otis. Um, I don't know what his partner's name was. I don't know if they ever said the partner's name. I when so the smoking guns. Yeah, well, no, the the smoking guns were fighting um, Otis and someone else, two guys, and they at one point Jim or uh, Jerry the King Lawler called gave them the that Red Rocket. Team a name. Huh? The Red Rocket. I thought yeah. they gave which which is a terrible day. <laughs> No, it's Buff Bagwell. No, 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 no. He's on WCW. No, no, it's uh, Bart Gun and um, Billy Gun, who are the Smoking Guns. And you got this guy in yeah. the ring right now, which I which I got the picture up is Otis. And there's another guy in a full red leotard that I don't think they ever said his name. I don't yeah, know. well, I can't see the pictures right now because I've got I'm on a delay. You're on a delay. So you'll you'll see it soon, but anyways. Um, okay, the, the the red shorts. Yeah. So. Okay, if I'm. Uh, one two three kid. Uh, uh, before this match even really gets started, yeah, they do a little video of him, uh, where he's apologizing and then demands a rematch, uh, from their um tag team match when he and Ramon Razor Ramon uh faced the Smoking Guns. Which was actually a pretty good match, so I wouldn't mind seeing those two going at it again. As long as the kid could actually, I don't know, not get them disqualified or, you know, not go crazy if he loses. Which is what he seems to do. Um, the crowd is very excited during this match. I think they really like the smoking guns. 
and uh, they had a pretty. I, I like the uh, the smoking guns finisher, um, where yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I've got a screenshot of it. He uh, Billy Guns jumping off the top rope, doing a, like a leg drop while the other guy's holding him up. That's pretty cool. Um, that's got to be better than Hogan's leg drop, you would think. But I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, anything's better than Hogan's leg drop. <laughs> Hogan's leg drop's like the most protected finisher, I think. <laughs> Not many people kick out of that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed this match. It was what it was. It was definitely uh, jobbers, you know, jobbing out to the guns. I went ahead and just gave it a 4.5 out of 10. Because uh, it was just, it wasn't great. It was just, eh, it was okay. It was a filler match. Yeah, definitely. Um, I gave it a four. A four? Not bad. Yeah, four. Uh, I, I don't think they're using the, the smoking guns at their full potential. I mean, they, no, they, they definitely not. just a couple weeks earlier, they had the title. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, I don't think they're using them properly, so... Well, I think they are the, yeah. the current champions, aren't they? Uh, I, don't, they... I don't remember. They didn't come out with the belts that I remember. Yeah, I don't have a screenshot, so I don't quite remember. But at this point, it doesn't really matter, because uh, they, uh, they won, and uh, they're a pretty kick-ass team. And so... I don't know. Um, after this, we had... Uh, let's see. We had Paul Bear um, cutting a promo about The Undertaker. And... Um, let's see what I got here. Uh, I got Brett cuts a promo uh, that he doesn't care about the Bulldog and Diesel and uh, he's going to lose his title come Survivor Series. But the whole Paul yeah. Bear thing was a little crazy. Uh, they're trying to just explain away the whole Undertaker face crushing thing with Yokozuna. And so and the of... Undertaker not being there for yeah. weeks on end. Yeah, so they're kind of yo warning Yokozuna what's going on. Uh, but the next match that we had was Owen Hart versus Razor Ramon, which I personally was very excited about because these are two guys that are pretty good wrestlers. And I, uh, we since we learned about this last week, I was excited. <coughs> Sorry, I was excited. So, what do you think about this match? I think it was it was good. I mean, it was with the exception of the fact that you know you got the king, you know, yelling <laughs> at everything, you know, everything that that doesn't go his way and stuff like right. that. Of course, he's going to yell about it, but. Uh, 
I think if you don't pay attention to the, to the commentary, it was probably the best match. And had it gone to fruition, yeah, it would have gone high. I got a higher uh, score from me, but it didn't. Not many matches end in this era. <laughs> I've noticed that, and it's pissing me off. I mean, it had an ending, but not like a winner, like like with the, that wasn't a DQ. I'm sorry, but but if Yokozuna comes out and, and you know and, and destroys everything, you know, you're not gonna win. No, no, you're not. And I, I don't know. I, I like Yokozuna. I like this whole tag team with Owen Hart. I think it's pretty cool. Um, but I don't like these match endings. Um, I did enjoy this match. This, they have a lot of really good back and forth. I think that um, both these guys are very much in their prime at this point of their careers. Um, you know, Scott Hall, I I never really cared much for Scott Hall's wrestling whenever he went to WCW. So, um, you know, both these guys really put this match, you know, they put it as a priority. They did really well. Um, they had weird commercial breaks all through this match. Um, I didn't like that so much. But... Uh, we had the Yokozuna leg drop on Razor, which ended it. That we had one, two, three kid coming out, and Yoko kills him. I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he. I'm surprised he actually lived through that. Yeah. Then we had uh, probably some of the coolest stuff of the night, which is Odd Man Johnson coming out for the first time and body slamming Yokozuna a la Hogan yeah. style. And yeah, it's very reminiscent of uh, Hogan and uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah. And he did it. He struggled a little, but he got him. He, uh, I got a pretty good screenshot. He's got a hand in the gooch and he's lifting him up and he's getting him over. It's pretty, pretty gnarly. And, um, yeah, he was... I, I mean, I definitely couldn't put up Yokozuna. I mean... No, no. I'm and, a big guy, but he's huge. Yeah, he's a huge guy. So, um, you know, overall, and I'm including all the madness at the end. I, I enjoyed it. I got excited at this ending, so I gave this a 6.5 out of 10 just because this actually got me excited for something. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a 6. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that. Yeah, because, I mean, everything that happened in the end, especially the body slam and, and everything, yeah, I'll give it a 6. Yeah. Um, however, we did miss one match. Did we? Yeah. The, the Hasbro karate thing. Oh, well, oh my gosh, the Hasbro match. How could I have forgotten yeah. such a I mean, thing that I probably got well, up and was making popcorn? <laughs> that was probably the best match of the night. I missed it. You need to, you need to enlighten me for this this masterpiece. Oh, man. <laughs> so the red... The red samurai uh-huh. kicks the dude off the off the thing, and it's just yeah, oh he my wins. God. That was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so, it was. Yeah. Um, it was a quick five second clip 
Okay, so uh, with that match, would you rate it higher or lower than the, let's say, oh, what's his name? The, um, the, the, not Holly's match, but, uh. Well, the match we had last week. What's his name? The Al Snow. Al Snow. Would you rate that the, match the, higher or lower the, than the, Al Snow's the, debut? I would rate that higher. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. he should take some notes from the Karate Fighter Punch'em game. So Rock'em Sock'em yeah. Robots, pretty much. <laughs> oh, not bad. Not bad. So that was a yeah, fun raw. Yeah. That was that wasn't a bad one, and I I really, uh, you know, I kind of got sighted at the end. It was it was pretty well put together. I thought not a bad not a bad episode really. So yeah, it was it was a coming off of a pay per view. It was really good. I think. Yeah. All right. Well. So. Uh, the night before with WCW, they had Halloween Havoc, which I had told myself I'm not going to watch because I have a lot of wrestling to watch as it is. And then I kept thinking, how are they going to put monster trucks on top of a building? <laughs> and then that just got to me and I had to watch it. So we're going to do a, a really quick rundown of that show, or I am, just to, to get you into it. Yeah, they did monster trucks, but they didn't do it the way that you'd think or the way they advertised. Uh, they, wet, they, they said that it had been raining, but nowhere else looked like it was wet except for where the ring was uh, for the monster trucks to face, face off. Um, and that was pretty much for them to slip and slide and go all over the place. Uh, they welded the two trucks together bumper to bumper. And all they had to do was push one, push the other one out of the ring. And that was about 15 minutes of my time watching them go back and forth. It was so exciting. Really? No. Anyways. So <laughs> it was terrible. And, uh, so we had, uh, let me see. Uh, trying to get my slideshow here. Um, We have a lot of dead air right now. Yeah, I know. If I could just get the slideshow to say, I'm going to work. Okay. Well, anyways, not a big deal. I'll just go on without it, and I'll do little little um, animations with my arms. So, Hogan, <laughs> Hogan and the Giant got out. Okay, so the Giant lost this whole pushing thing, this 
this whole monster truck crap. And they were on top of the arena, by the way. They were what looked like a parking garage. They were on a parking garage next to the arena. So, yeah, that was fun. So then Hogan gets out and the giant gets out and he's pissed off because he's lost. You know, he lost. And he grabs Hogan by the throat like this. And then he takes him over to the edge like he's just going to, you know, murder somebody. So... He, he lifts him up. They got a little ledge there. He lifts him up on the ledge and Hogan breaks the hold and the giant seriously starts waving his arms like an idiot, like it's a cartoon and he falls backwards and he falls, I guess, into the river. Um, that's what they were trying to presume. Hogan looked over the ledge and was screaming, no, you know, you get help. So that was interesting. <laughs> so... Uh, that doesn't sound like, like like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, well, he just murdered somebody, so you know, he, <laughs> he had a little bit of a moment. <laughs> so, um, well, it, well, there's a brother in there, Terry. He's like, "Help, brother!" So, anyways, so he he uh, he comes out to the ring, and he um, we know for his match, you know, and I presume to get arrested, and. Then the giant comes out miraculously, and he's okay. And so, it, and that they don't explain that at all. They don't explain what happened. They don't say that he just landed in the river or he landed and was fine because he's a giant. I don't know. Um, so they had Hulk Hogan versus the giant in this whole thing. That was a fun match uh, up until. Um, Hogan started doing his hulking up and all hell broke loose. Uh, we had the Yete come out. Um, Lex and Macho Man came out. Lex ended up turning on Hogan and uh, so did Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart was bashing Hogan with a title belt. And yeah, so everybody just went evil this episode. Then... The Yete and the uh, Giant um, hugged Hogan awkwardly. And the Yete was doing a whole like gyrating hug that I think Hogan could have gotten sexual assault charges put on him. It was very awkward. They did it to Macho Man too. So, I mean, they could maybe go to support groups together. It was very awkward. And so... Um, yeah, it was what it was. The pay-per-view, I, I think I gave it like a four and a half out of ten stars. It was like, yeah, it was good filler pay-per-view between a good pay-per-view and a not-so-good one. So, <laughs> it was what it was. So, you know, not bad, but it wasn't great either. So. Well, I mean. You haven't found a good pay-per-view yet of, of all the ones that you've seen. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, we got World War Three coming up and Survivor Series, so I'm excited. We got some good ones. We got some good ones. I hope. I, I'm I, I'm definitely interested in this. Uh, you know, the, this World War Three with three ring uh, battle royale. Yeah. So the uh, next thing we're going to is WCW Nitro 
which I thought wasn't a half bad show, much like Raw. It was it was okay. Yeah. I mean, nothing really set, set either of the two shows apart from each other mm-hmm. or, you know, impressed me a lot, you know. Right. I'm still waiting for that. Maybe maybe it, I, I'm hoping that, that, you know, something triggers the the matches that I've heard about. Yeah. You know, the, 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 uh, the amazing shows. But we'll see. Yeah, well, this uh, this episode was, um, you know, it was their Halloween episode. We had uh, not a whole lot of Halloween references, kind of like uh, what Raw had done, but we did get a uh, um, a, a dog <laughs> that was dressed up. Your favorite puppy. <laughs> Right? And, no? You don't like and that? And you went trick-or-treating at the announcer's desks. Yes. And uh, they got a, a trick or whatever he said. I don't remember. You got a Snickers for a treat. Yeah. And then uh, Bobby Heenan got a trick because he didn't have a treat for, for the stupid dog. Right. <laughs> Well, let's see, I've got I've got a good close up here of Pepe. Um, he's all dressed up in his witch's costume. It's quite cute. It um, uh, it's definitely Thomas's favorite dog in the world. And nope. so, the first match of the night uh, was Sergeant Craig Pittman versus Eddie Guerrero. Two very different fighting styles. And I've actually enjoyed all of Eddie Guerrero's um, matches, single matches, anyways, so far. Yeah. And... I mean, um, actually, I've enjoyed all of them so far. Yeah. Um, All of his matches. Yeah. I mean, even the tag matches weren't bad. They weren't... I don't think they were... Up the standard with his first one with Benoit, though, or that, or that one with Benoit. That one with Benoit was amazing. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to become a staple in WCW. Yeah. Um, before they, before they, they, they go to to WWE. Yeah. Well, um, they're very similar. And they're awesome together. So. Yeah. There's going to be good feuds going with them. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, with Pittman. Uh, Pittman really, I noticed he forced Eddie Guerrero to really fight his style. Um, it Eddie tried to do a lot of his kind of flippies and all that, and but it uh, uh, Pittman was pretty, pretty kind of like a, uh, I don't know, back alley brawler kind of guy. Um, he's he's kind of a you know, very much to his character. He's trying to be you know the. Uh, you know, hand-to-hand combat trained marine, right? You know. Um, it was character, anyone. So. It was very interesting watching their styles mix. Uh, I think they did a very good job in this match. Um, I, I will say, I've enjoyed everything Eddie's done, and I have not enjoyed everything Pittman has done. 
and this is actually the first Craig Pittman match that I can say I actually enjoyed. Um, I really think that you know, you know, Eddie stole this one with the roll-up pin. Um, I gave this a five out of ten. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. On the the five, it, it, it's gonna be, you know, Eddie's still undefeated. He hasn't met anyone that he, you know. I mean, is he undefeated right now? I don't think. Did he win against Chris Benoit or lose? I have to go back and look. Um, we'll look into remember. that. But um, Eddie, uh, I I do think that um, Eddie's style is very different for this era and i i think it's pretty cool seeing uh seeing it play out uh with with these other more classical kind of wrestlers and see yeah. how they they deal with it the um one thing i did note was bobby heenan left at this point he left the commentary booth <laughs> so, yeah, he's having a meeting. Yeah, he has a meeting. Like a lunch date. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this is Bobby Heenan left. That's all I put. Um so the next match is something that's been building since week one of the Monday Night Wars. Uh which is kind of interesting. They've had this kind of on the back burner and it's almost like they just didn't have time to let this play out. Uh we have the Shark versus Scott Norton. And if you remember, Scott Norton was fighting, I believe it was Macho Man. And that's when the shark tried to attack Macho Man during the match, and he fell on top of Norton, squishing him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Macho Man picked up the win. So Norton's been really mad about that ever since it happened. So uh, he and uh, the shark have been getting into fights backstage. I believe it happened on the, the night before pay-per-view. They had a whole scuffle. Uh, so it was, it's nice seeing that these two actually are getting a, um, some airtime. Uh, I actually really like Scott Norton. He's still an active pro wrestler. So that's pretty cool seeing what he does. Is he in the indie circuits? Yeah, I think he's over in Japan right now. Um, he, uh, he's still very scary looking. He's a big dude, but, uh, uh see this during this match um heenan is found talking to a guy in the crowd over a candlelight dinner very odd and they're they're like exchanging money it looks like and like a uh, envelope yeah. and something it's going like on. he's like dealing with with japanese triad yeah it's it's very odd i don't know what's going on there uh, this whole match is just a big man match. If you like those kind of things, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Um, but definitely as, not fast moving. Yeah, definitely not fast moving. Um, they, these two guys did not care about the match itself. No, neither of these guys wanted to win this match. They just wanted to fight each other. And that's how this ended. These two guys fell out of the ring and they kept fighting and kept fighting. They got counted out and that's how the match ended. And they just fought all the way to the back of the stage. They were bashing each other's heads into the uh, WCW sign up at the, the front. And 
Um, I got a pretty good screenshot of Norton trying to do a high-flying move, and it was very humorous. Um, you'll see it here in a second. He is just up in the air and <laughs> coming down on, on poor Shark there. Um, but yeah, you know... I wasn't mad at this ending. You know, I we, we do say there's a lot of, like, non, you know, ends to these matches. But this was pretty good, yeah. as in, it really feeds into, these two dudes just hate each other. What do you think about it? I don't think hate is the proper word. Yeah. Uh, I think loathe. Yeah. <laughs> um, would be a better, better word for it. Yeah. Well... I enjoyed this in storyline wise. I thought it was interesting. The whole thing with Bobby Heenan was stupid. Um, but I went ahead and gave this a four out of ten. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like, you know, stupid either. So Well, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a four point five. Okay. Um, maybe even a five, I don't know. Okay. Um you take your pick on which one you want, because um, you know I, I think I, I think they just the Bobby Heaney thing took a you know it was a distraction yeah kind of took away from probably some good wrestling because they they had it on Bobby Heaney for like a minute and a half yeah they did so, we probably missed quite a and, bit and, yeah so you know, we probably missed some good wrestling in that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in that portion, which would have probably bumped it up, you know, a little bit. But, you know, I, I think a four and a half, five, somewhere in between there, maybe a four, seven, five. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. um, let's see. Uh, after this match, we had Mr. Tony Schiavone, the uh, voice of WCW to me. Uh, he interviewed Brian Pillman, Ric Flair, and Arn Anderson, and they announce the Four Horsemen are coming back, and uh, they're saying there's another coming. So uh, you can hedge your bets yeah, on who that's going to be. I and I Sting was double crossed at the at the pay per view. Yeah, so that was. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh that was interesting. That was a very frustrating match to watch at the pay-per-view. And um all I can say is it's if you ever want to watch a match where Sting is holding out his hand trying to tag Ric Flair for 15 minutes, then that's the match for you. If you don't want to see that, then I'd probably skip it cuz it's terrible. Cuz once he does get that tag, it's not fun for poor flair or I mean, for, for poor sting so it is fun for flair because they knocked the crap out of him but um you know i am interested i don't know who this fourth man is going to be um you know kind of seeing how they've got two old timers and then they got brian pillman as the third man in the four horsemen i imagine they'd pick another young guy to, to fill in for the fourth. What do you think? Um, or you think they're going to dig back into the past? They, they may dig back into the past on this, but they said he's coming. So then does that mean he's not on the show yet? Yeah, or, maybe. 
Yeah, they, they, you know, you make a good point. I was trying to think of people that were on the show that uh, might fill in as a fourth, but you're right. We might see somebody new or somebody from the past come back from the Four Horsemen's past. So we will see. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited for that. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um. The Next match, uh, we have Sabu versus Disco Inferno, which, uh, fun fact, uh, the night before, Sabu had a fun match with Mr. JL, which lasted, like, a whole couple minutes. And, yeah, it was interesting. Sabu won that one real quick, and he brought the Sheik with him and really yeah and so the sheik came down and they kept calling him the original sheik it's the original sheik it's the sheik he's the original sheik and i was like well there's something weird with that i don't quite pick up on it but i didn't look into it i um, think i think because they called sabu the, the sheik uh, that that was his uh, a character before, uh, before maybe sabu. maybe i don't know it was weird but uh after he won um sabu blew or not sabu but uh the sheik blew fire into mr jl's face (laughs) so like a fireball no joke it was a serious fireball in his face and uh so that was interesting so if i was disco inferno i would not be this happy as he looks coming down to the ring (laughs) because Last guy he fought was, you know, got his face burned. So, um, I got a good close up of, uh, of Disco's butt there. Um, it says Monday Nitro Fever, <laughs> which is. I'm glad this funny. is on a delay. <laughs> You've been pre warned. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen it yet. And, uh, yeah. I I thought it was at this funny. point we're still you're still discussing what happened on the pay per view. <laughs> oh God, there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Monday Nitro Fever. At first, I thought I said Monday Night, and I thought I better zoom in. Yep, Monday Nitro. That's the reason I zoomed in. Why right. did you have to zoom in? <laughs> and so, why did you have to screenshot it? I did. So uh, <laughs> this match was interesting. Um, it was fun. It, you know, I think every Sabu match is fun to just begin with because it always ends with a table. Um, it wasn't the longest yeah, match. This time it ended with a table, but not who you thought it was going to be. Right, exactly. Um, the Sabu won this with a somersault leg drop. Um, then he continued to beat the snot out of uh, Disco. He pulled out the table and he jumped over um, the ropes, tried to do a leg drop onto um, uh, Disco. And then, uh, or he tried to land on him anyways. And uh, Disco got out of the way and we had a whole uh, crashing, you know, um, he, uh, he, he nailed his back on. He the broke table. his back. Yeah, he he destroyed his back. I think that table, Sabu. 
I think that table was supposed to break when he hit it. It didn't break, and he was mad at that table. <laughs> he threw yeah, it at that I table. <laughs> I mean, that that table just like it just. I don't. I, I his his back broke before that table broke. I, I think. Yeah it it was it was a little sickening um, to hear it. The uh, yeah he he did a flip. He landed on it. It was horrible. He's in Sabu ended up throwing the steps and throwing the. Uh, um the table it was really funny um but you know out of any sabu match this one at least wasn't disqualified after he won <laughs> and uh it had an ending so i gave it a five out of ten because i was tired of not having endings <laughs> i'm i'm because it had an ending <laughs> Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 6.5. Boom! There you go. That's the highest rated Sabu match we've ever had. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Um, Dude, Sabu is still wrestling. Yeah. I imagine. He is... He's wrestling with Impact Wrestling again. I imagine. And I bet you he has double the scars that he has <laughs> at this point. I bet you he does. I would not surprise me. That man is insane. I... I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, he's, <laughs> how old is he? Well, I'm looking at his wiki page. Okay, right now, cool. So, uh, he debuted in '85. He because wow. the the whole thing about uh, about the wow. Sheik, you know, you know what I'm saying. I, I wanted to look up his his actual screen uh, ring names, and the Sheik wasn't one of them. So I'm not sure where they, why they were saying that. Yeah, but, I think there was probably another Sheik like character in wrestling history and maybe Probably. maybe that's why they were saying he's the original sheik i don't know um maybe he's somebody watching will know then leave that in the comments and explain it to us because we're not like you know we don't know everything so <laughs> we we highly don't know everything so <laughs> <laughs> but we have opinions. He's about to turn 55 here, here uh, December 12th. So, What's that? I say he's going to turn 55 here in December 12th. Oh, that ain't bad. That ain't bad yeah, at all. So we're, gonna, we're still wrestling we're at 55. Have have, you know, oh. you, you, your background for, the, for that week's show is going to have to be Sabu. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, after this Sabu match... We had the the new full Dungeon of Doom comes out, and uh, which now includes the traitorous Lex and Jimmy Hart. Damn them! And uh, and the Jimmy Hart. You can read about why I traded, became a traitor to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Or you can wait till next week. Yeah. Well. It's a little ridiculous, and um, the um, what was it the the match that we had, which I am now excited about because you guys saw it at the beginning of the show. The next match involved American Mel's, which has Buff Bagwell, and uh, that was fun. We had the American Mel's, and. Um, versus Lex Luger and Ming. So, this was, uh, 
this was a good match, and I really like the fact that the American males were like so into the match. Like they were fighting back and really getting into it. At one point, Marcus Bagwell has uh I think he's fighting against Lex and he's just really kind of like just laying into him and the crowd really gets behind him. And so I was pretty impressed that, you know, for a team that is like like what the American males are, um, not their ability, but their their personas, um, to get the crowd behind them that yeah. much was pretty cool. Um, I mean, they were they were definitely the the baby faces of the of the match. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Ming was as terrifying as ever, and um, but uh, but yeah, I've got a screenshot here. This is when. Um, when uh, Buff Bagwell was really laying into Lex, and Lex was really, really, you know, just getting the crap knocked out of him. But eventually, Lex got, looks like Buff Bagwell up in the torture rack. And, uh, yeah, you once you're up in that torture rack, there's, there's little hope for you. Um, yeah. You know, overall, this had a good... This was like one of the few good matches I thought of the night. Um, it was probably one of the best tag matches we saw, and I went ahead and gave this a six out of ten. Now, are you can I, I, obviously you're not including the the aftermath in that? No, no, I didn't include the aftermath in that score. Okay, well. Um... If we're not including the aftermath, I'll, I give it a six point five. Six point five. All right. Yeah. And Man, so... if we are including the aftermath, yeah, yeah. What, what then, 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 what you then, doing? then I'll give it a seven. Okay. Okay. Well, then let's include yeah. it, and I, I think I will bump up a point to six point five if we include this aftermath. Um, okay. So. Uh, we had the dungeon. Just because Hulk Hogan got raped again. <laughs> oh, it's terrible, man. That's terrible to wish on I'm, someone. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. You know. oh, but he got raped by a mummy. He did. And uh, we had the Dungeon of Doom comes out. The giant has the belt. Um, we've got, yeah. We've got Hogan, and you know, he's he's getting his his um, his time with them, and <laughs> him yeah. and the the Yeti, which explained to me, and I asked this on my video last night. Explain to me why is he called the Yeti? I don't know. He should be called the Mummy because he's not even a he, he's not a Yeti. <laughs> he's not a Yeti. He's a mummy. What? What about him as a Yeti? There's nothing about him that's a Yeti. Not a thing. I mean, thing. granted, he is. Granted, he's taller than 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 the giant. He's way taller. You know, he's, but yeah. But he's. It. The only thing is, he came out of a block of ice. He was a frozen mummy that is mistaken yeah. for a Yeti. Apparently, he has no hair. He's all covered in bandages. Yeah, he's hairy. I don't understand. Yeti's hairy. Yeah, I, I didn't understand this at all. 
But anyways, maybe somebody can explain it to us because I am quite confused. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the show ended with the trick-or-treat segment of uh, <laughs> the commentators there. We had uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan getting sprayed with Silly String, which was quite funny because he did get him right in the face. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Overall, wasn't a bad show. Um, you know, I uh, I'm I'm interested to see where they're going with this whole giant just taking the title because he just walked off with it. I mean, yeah, it's, he, it's not there was like no he's a champion. <laughs> he was DQ'd for crying yeah. out loud. Well, so there and, was no okay. winner. Explain me this too, because this is how they did it on the pay per view. The Giant cheated because all of his buddies came down and they beat up on Hogan, okay? But the referee was knocked out. So, at mm-hmm. that pay-per-view, Hogan, they announced it that the Giant won by disqualification, but Hogan retains the title. Okay? Okay. How does the Giant win? He wasn't. Um, they didn't. Outside, the only person outside interference. The outside inter, The only outside interference that happened to the giant is when Macho Man came in there. But unless that what I mean, well, they had Hogan down they, and they're they, like they, butt raping him. Because so I mean, because, like, what are because, you expecting? Like because uh, be, be, <sighs> maybe hugging is a disqualification. <laughs> No, the <laughs> man, I hate you. I don't know why. I don't. I don't understand it. Uh, Explain it to me. Because the ref got knocked out by his title. Okay, so he thinks Hogan did it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. It's it's a dumb. But I, I didn't hear that, that that he had won anyway. So yeah, I had heard the, the way I heard it was Hogan won. So, yeah, no. Or that there was no actual winner because there was a disqualification. Yeah. Well, the way they announced it, it really kind of threw me off. I didn't understand it at all. They didn't bother to explain it, so um, I I was confused. But your explanation actually makes sense for once, so I'm excited about that. So I'm going to go with that. So <laughs> for once, <laughs> for once, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I make a lot of sense. Prove your worth at least once in this show, I guess. So. <laughs> before <laughs> I'll remember this. Uh before we get to our uh final scores, what we think of the shows, who won this week, um uh, I would like to introduce or reintroduce our drinking game. And uh we weren't able to do it last week and we won't do this every week, but we will kind of go over it here or there. Um this here is the TNT Wrestling 1995 Monday Night Wars drinking game. So if you're watching either Raw or WCW during the 1995 era, um, these are some some rules to live by if you want to play a drinking game. So the first rule is uh, drink when anybody says, this is where the big boys play. Uh, the second rule is anytime Jerry Lawler talks all over a promo... Um, he'd done that a few times very early in the series and he's kind of cooled off of it, but not, not completely. 
<laughs> so the next one is anytime a match yeah. ends, but the winner is attacked immediately after winning, which we see quite a bit on WCW. Um, this one's one of my favorites. Anytime Vince McMahon dances awkwardly in commentary to Shawn Michaels music, which was very disturbing to watch. Um, which has only happened once. So yeah, it only happened once, but once was <laughs> enough, man. Um, <laughs> the, uh, next one is anytime Bobby, the brain Heenan puts down Steve's dog Pepe, which he's done a pretty good job of just ignoring lately. <laughs> And we've got anytime a match starts during a commercial break, which is kind of annoying to me. And anytime sure. Disco Inferno comes out but does not wrestle, he just comes out to dance. And he's done that quite a few times. But um, what I would like to add this week, which I didn't run this by you, by the way, I just added one. Yeah, I know. I'm a jerk. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so you don't learn a lot of things by me. <laughs> yeah. So I added anytime an ally turns on a friend during a match. Now it has to be during a match, and it has to be an ally. It doesn't have to be their partner, but somebody like aligned with them. Um, we saw that. I don't know how many times on, the, on this. Saw class, on the pay per view. This this pay per view was insane with it. So you'd be pretty drunk by the end of that pay-per-view so you had flair turning on sting you got you got both jimmy hart and lex turning on hogan and you might have to do a double drink because they did the same against macho so it was pretty bad um so it was it was interesting you could even almost include the uh there was another match in there with ming when he fought i believe it was lex and uh they dis they disqualified ming because uh, um, Kevin Sullivan ran in the ring and kicked uh, Lex to cause a DQ. So, yeah. So, anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the drinking game there. So, we'll, we'll put out that. Well, I'm going to put that out on the, uh, on the Facebook thing. And we'll put out a little thing like this uh, to keep everybody updated on there. And definitely check us out on Facebook, by the way. Um, and I will put the link out. Hopefully, Trevor has it uh, has the link before we start, you know, and so I can have it up earlier, so we can, you know, kind of yeah. let you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, it's hard with these live shows; it's hard to do that. Um, so currently, I have. A WWE winning four weeks and WCW winning four weeks. So they're tied up with me. You've got um, WWE at three and a half weeks, WCW at three and a half weeks, and the dog show with a point. So I've thought about. Did you say three and a half weeks and three and a half weeks? Yeah, is that all right? It should be points. Well, points, weeks, it all is what it is. It's all the same. It's all points. They won the week. You know, that's pretty mm -hmm. much what we're yeah, going by. Whatever. whatever. And, the, and to quickly explain the dog show, which I've argued with Tom, I don't know how many times, he's given a point to the dog show because Nitro, when they debuted, 
Um, they did it smart because they did it during a week that Raw was preempted by a dog show. So the, the dog show's competition was a dog show, and he says the dog show was better. I do not agree, um, but uh, there you go. Yeah, it is what it is. You did not watch the Sharpays. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I do like the uh, the the Luchador Chihuahuas match though that was pretty good so <laughs> um so i think uh storyline wise i think um kind of fun wise i i probably enjoyed wcw this week a little bit better than i did raw um so i am gonna go ahead and give wcw that point especially for this ending and they're kind of like wrapping up and developing new stories so i'm enjoying that um <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and get wcw the winner as well okay um because two things i mean you you're, you're seeing the the poor horseman come back you know make right. a return with two with, with one new and one announced um new uh, partner of theirs, which you know we don't know who the who, who the fourth member is going to be, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that someone got publicly publicly humped on national TV. <laughs> yes, um, and if you haven't seen it, it is worth watching that pay per view just for you. Just fast forward it to that moment. If I could do a time or stamp the, on those or, videos, or I would the do it. Yeah. Or, or the episode. episode. Yeah, they've got replays. They've got it happening. They've got it all. Um, but yeah, that's how the show ended. Yeah, it's it's very, very interesting that they went with that. So, um, I I I am interested in who is behind the uh, the mask there of the Yeti. If it's someone that we recognize and maybe can humiliate. So. I wonder if there's a, I don't know, maybe next week while we're on on live feed, I'll look up to see if they have a, if he has a, a, a wiki page. Okay. Well, um, see, next week we are watching the, see, the or the November sixth edition of both Raw and Nitro, and. See, I don't think we have a pay per view. What Survivor Series isn't yet, I don't believe. So, no, um, Survivor Series was in two weeks, I believe. Yeah, so we we're not quite there yet, so we won't see anything big happen this weekend. But, um, but yeah, if you guys want to follow along or want to watch ahead, um, that's the. Uh, just search at the WWE Network for, or just look at the, you know, look up Raw, go to 1995, and just go to the November 6th edition and watch it, and then watch WC- WCW. Um, we'd love to see people in the chat maybe uh, giving their own reviews, uh, maybe adding what they thought happened, or maybe if they had disagree with something or have a question, you know, let us know. Um, we would definitely entertain that. Um you have anything you want to add, Tom? Um, no. I mean, we did, you know, we did do Halloween, you know, a few days after Halloween. Yeah. Um, 
So we're a little bit behind, but you know, I kind of like this pace that we're going. So yeah, me um, too. May, maybe next time I won't have a brain fart or start stuttering. Um, but I don't know. I do have a natural stutter. It's not my fault. Yeah, there you so, go. Well, and but... I, uh, I'll try not to miss any matches. Okay, I promise. If there's another karate fighter match, I will yeah. try not to miss it. So yeah. you should. <laughs> It was amazing. I imagine it was. I I hate that I missed it. I really do. So, thank you guys for watching. Uh, look us up on Facebook under TNT The Monday Night Wars. Um, if you have any questions for us, you can add us at TNT the or just The Monday Night Wars. Um, the um, you know like, subscribe, share, whatever. Um, you know, find uh, if you have any buddies that like pro wrestling or want to watch along. You know, let them know. So, yeah. hopefully, y'all like us. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna be putting out some more content soon. So, uh, not just this show. We're gonna be putting out some little other things. So, it's gonna be fun. So, right. Tom signed on for like five other shows. So, anyways, no, no, so no. You we will see you guys next time. It's on the internet, so it's true. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Uh, have a good one.